Live at Five Sports with Todd and Suhan, brought to you by Prairie's Edge Casino Resort. Uh, Jim, the Timberwolves open the season tonight, uh, a highly anticipated season uh, like last year, only this year they've got a, a year of kind of this roster being put together of experience under their belt, mostly healthy outside of Jaden McDaniels. I'm excited about this Timberwolves season. I think they're going to have a good year. I'm excited about this team. I love the roster. I love the fact that they're entering a season, you know, with their biggest pieces healthy, although Jaden McDaniels does have an injury. I think he'll be back Saturday. He just uh, wasn't ready for the opener. Uh, Early season schedule is tough. Uh, They might not get off the fastest start. The West is going to be brutally hard and unpredictable. But I just, I like the team. I like the roster. I I think uh, they have a better idea how to function with Bill Bear. Towns is healthy and looks great right now. Edwards is healthy and in great shape. Uh, I just think there's a lot of upside here. Yeah, no doubt. And Anthony Edwards continues on the bullet upward to becoming one of the best players in the league, it would seem. Yeah, and really, the, you know, we're asking a very interesting question, given that you know he was not a, one of the more highly acclaimed number one picks you get in the league. It was more like a, okay, it's not a great draft, but this is the best fleet available. Uh, and now he's, you know, there are some people who think he has a chance to be the best player in the league. I don't know if that's realistic. I do think what's realistic is him being a superstar player who elevates his franchise and makes them just hard to play against every night. And one of the great things about Anthony Edwards is he wants to play every night. He's not looking for load management days. Yeah, and there are a few guys like that, but, uh, you know, I understand some of the load management. It just doesn't seem that they should be, uh, you know, taking as much of the load off as they should. I mean, it would seem to make sense that if a guy plays a little bit less, he might be fresher at the end of the year, but it's gotten a little ridiculous in some circles. Yeah, I mean, it's a classic conflict between what a coach thinks is best for his team and what the the paying customers want to see. Mm -hmm. It's terrible for the sport that you show up to see the Lakers play and LeBron James just takes the night off. It's yeah. just horrible for the sport. Um, you know, how do you legislate, uh, how do you legislate, you know, teams having to play people, even if they're sore, even if they're 40 years old, it's really a hard thing to do. Um, you know, they, they have instituted some new rules just to limit load management, but you're, you can't eliminate it. You can't, you can't tell a franchise who to play and when to play them. You can encourage them. You can find them. But they're going to do what's best in their, what's in their own interest, and sadly, in that sport, what's in the team's best interest is not necessarily selling out to win regular season games. Yeah, and and uh, when they do such things, especially when they're on the road, I mean, the cost to go to an NBA game for a family of four isn't cheap, and then no. you, you don't get to see the guys that you went there to see that are in from out of town. If they're going to load manage, to me, it feels like they should do that when they're at home. Right, and then their uh, then their season ticket holders exactly. screaming bloody and their advertisers screaming bloody murder. Mm-hmm. So you know, I, I I remember when I was covering the Twins back in the day. Uh, Tom Kelly, uh, Tom Kelly felt like Kirby Puckett should take more days off, mm-hmm. and it, and you know his general manager, his team president, told him don't rest them at home. You know, rest them on the road. Do not rest them at home. Which is again bad for the sport, but you know they got to rest at some point. Yeah. And I'll also say this. Um, you know, I think you and I identify with the paying fan, the paying local fan. We hate the mm-hmm. fact they show up for a game to see uh, LeBron and he's not in the lineup. Yep. Um, the, the, the reason the NBA is not going to listen to our concerns is they are making 
trillions of dollars. Yeah, right. <laughs> their right. business model is doing just fine, whatever we think is wrong with their business model. Yeah. Giannis just signed for over $60 million a year. So, yeah, yep. they're, they're doing pretty well. What they're just doing ex- pretty well. Just exactly what they're doing. Uh, so, uh, Rudy Gobert, apparently he's good buddies with Aaron Rodgers. No, I don't know. But uh, they both went in the same darkness retreat. So, is there something to that? Or is Gobert, he kind of walks to the beat of his own drummer a little too, doesn't he? Yeah, it's, honestly, I think it's in the category of rich guys who have too much time <laughs> on their hands and they think overthink things, uh, you know. Listen, I don't want to diminish it because if that's good for the guy's mental health, mm-hmm. if it gives him a real mental break and it helps him come in the season fresh, if it just makes him feel better, do what, hey, do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I, I do think the darkness retreat is, is kind of the – the, the rich fad of the moment. You know, I, I mean, if it works for you, great, but I, I ain't going to be going and doing it. I'm going to bring my phone anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's a fantasy football team. That's right. I, well, it's darkness, except that i got to get my lineup in my Thursday. That's right, and that's important. i gotta have that, yeah. uh, I got to have that in there. Uh, so, <laughs> what, what? you know, when the Timberwolves acquired Gobert, uh, they didn't acquire him to creep into the playoffs and not win a series. They acquired him believing that they would be, what, a top-four seed and contend to get out of the West, didn't they? That was the goal. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and like all sports goals, it's reality sometimes smacks you in the face. But that was the idea. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I, I listened to the, the, the top brass over there, and, and I was talking to them one day, and they said, you know, and I don't know if this is the right rationale or not, but this is this was the rationale, and I I get it, having been around the franchise all these years. Mm-hmm. It was like, okay, we got Edwards. He's young. He's healthy. He's under contract. We got Cat. Uh, he's young. He's healthy. He's under contract. And we think we have a good team. We think we have a good coach. If we don't go for it right now, are we just going to be a seventh seed every year for the next five years? And then Edwards leaves and we didn't tech cat. It's like, let's go for it. That, yeah. that was really the management perspective. We got a chance here. Let's go for it. Let's try to be great. Of course, there's risk. But there's also risk in sitting there and just being a playing team and that never capitalizes on Anthony Edwards' presence. Yeah, that's right. Hey, uh, good to see Jim Peterson on the mend after his cancer diagnosis and and uh, treatment. I I enjoy listening to him on the Timbles telecast. He's excellent. Yeah. Uh, I really think the Timble the Timbles are kind of synonymous with incompetence. Uh, and I'm not talking about the current regime, but just in general over their history. Mm-hmm. But they've had great broadcasters. Yeah. Jim Pete is fantastic. Um, you know, I think. Uh, I think Michael Grady, who was on our one of our season opening podcasts here with John Krasinski, is excellent. Yeah. Uh, Alan Horton does one of the hardest jobs in sports. He's a, an announcer who works alone. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's hard. It's yeah. really hard, and he's really good at it. So I think, yeah. So uh, Patrick Royce, my friend, did a really good column on Jim yeah. Pete uh, overcoming cancer and being fired up about this season. But yeah, wolves, the Wolves have excellent broadcasters. Yeah. Now, I, I think I'm remembering this story correctly. So Peterson graduated in 80 from uh, St. Louis Park, and I was going to Bloomington uh, Jefferson, actually, in 1980. I would later transfer to Kennedy. That's where all my friends were. Uh, but I remember watching Peterson warm up, and he really knew that he was about to tear apart your gym every time he came in. So in warm-ups, the six foot ten Peterson was about to dismantle your squad would have a metal toothpick in his mouth while he was in layup lines. <laughs> <laughs> I'm have to tell him that you remember that. Yeah, I, it was crazy. He was a giant, you know, six ten in high school, and and he came in and dismantled us, as I recall. 
Uh, so the Wild put seven on the board. They've had seven scored against them twice already this year. A lot of goals being scored in the NHL. Is that going to continue, or will things start to tighten up? Good question. Uh, the, the Wild have not been very good defensively, and they survived that last night because they, the first line was so good. Um, and I thought Gustafson made a couple of key saves early in the game that kept them alive. Um, Edmonton is terrible defensively. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I just think that all the modern rules and the young skill position, skill players coming to the league just ready to score a million goals with really no, you know, and these guys played video games all their life where they scored on every shot and they, you know, they, they have incredible training. Um, I, I just think that offensive skill level is higher in the league than it's ever been and you have rules that a lot that do do cause penalties when people clutch and grab and like the old days mm-hmm. and i think the modern coach has adapted to that and said hey let's outscore people instead of let's try to win you know we got used to jack lamare let's beat him two to one mm-hmm. you know um now people are trying to beat eight five these days isn't that what the nhl wanted they wanted more yes. goal scoring bring in the casual fan more yes mm-hmm. yes uh but, you know i mean there is an old-school NHL fan who wants to be a two-to-one game with eight fights. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing about those guys, those people. They're going to watch whatever the league gives you. Mm-hmm. They're diehards. They, they love hockey. They're going to watch. I think the casual fan, the person who's going to expand the popularity of the league, wants to see goals, wants to see pretty goals, wants to see power plays, and you know, want to see great defense, but not great defense that, that shuts out the other team, just great defense that helps you win six to five yeah that's right uh so arizona advances they won 84 games in the regular season uh they move on to the world series after knocking the phillies off last night is it good for baseball to have a five and a six seed uh in the world series i mean it kind of cheapens the regular season a little it does it and i really think you know I think the game's in great shape. Mm-hmm. Uh, the speed-up rules work beautifully. Yep. Uh, you see more emotion in the game you've ever seen before. Great young players come into the league. Incredible talent. Uh, I think the game's in great shape. The real philosophical question is, do you want to have a postseason that advances the best regular season teams, or do you want to have chaos? Mm-hmm. And right now they've chosen chaos, and this is the result. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, it's kind of thrilling to see you know, there are two sides to an upset, right? It's thrilling to see an upset happen. It can also be disappointing to see an upset, you know, accomplished because it means a team you're not as interested in advances. Mm-hmm. I, I think in general, it's really good that the Yankees can't buy championships. Mm-hmm. The Yankees have won one World Series since the year 2000. The Dodgers have won one World Series since whenever, 85 or whatever yeah. year that was. I think it's great that the, the teams that spend the most can't dominate the postseason. The downside is you might get a Rangers Diamondbacks World Series that you just aren't interested in. Yeah. Jim, thanks so much. Thanks, Todd. Live at 5 Sports at Todd and Suhan brought to you by Prairie's Edge Casino Resort.